Yep. All right, welcome to the Kentucky Dad Podcast. Big Blue Drew here. We got our 15th episode already of the Kentucky Dad Podcast. So thanks if you listen along or if this is your first time or whatever, we appreciate it. But obviously I led off today with Andy Griffith. Uh, was my, I think we've mentioned him as a TV dad before, but always a great one. Such a, such a wholesome character. But I'm excited today. I get to talk to somebody that I really don't know all that well. So I'm anxious to learn a little bit more about him, but I have Brian Kennedy from ABC 36 in Lexington. So Brian, man, thank you for joining me. Yes, sir, man. Happy to be here. I'm glad I could be on and uh, join you. Yes. And in true great Drew fashion here, I was kind of like sitting at lunch today. You know, we had kind of messaged back and forth by locking in a time, you know, which I always enjoy too, a little sidebar because, you know, it is the dad podcast and we all have the same challenges. And almost every time It'll be like, man, we'll try. My kids usually sleep by 8.39. You know, we'll try to get it done. Like, we're all the same in that aspect. But today at lunch, I realized that, like, oh, man, the NFL and the Lakers and stuff is on right at 8.30. So, man, you're, you're really making a sacrifice for us. It's all good, man. I told you, the NFL is one thing, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a Lake Show guy, but they're, they're up, they're leading, we're good, we're going, baby. Yeah, me too. I'm, ha- I'm really enjoying uh, Cornrow Rondo, you know, I'm a Louisville 502 <laughs> guy to the bone, so big Rondo fan, I like to see him getting some spotlight, but yeah, the Lakers are up now. We kind of did, did a little well towards, um, you know, halftime, but I'm a big fantasy football player, I don't know about you, so I'm, I'm oh, against yeah. Pat Mahomes tonight, so I'm a Ooh. little worried about that, that's about it. I'll keep my eye on that for sure. Ooh. Yeah, blessings be with you on that one, my friend. Yeah, I know. So I'm, I'm hoping he stays under like a million, but <laughs> all right. Well, we usually kick it, kick it off with TV dad. So I'll go first. I guess I already alluded to mine. I try to play a little, uh, little Andy Griffith uh, getting down on the, the banjo or guitar or whatever he was playing, but can't go wrong with Andy Griffith, man. I don't know if you ever watched it, but it's always a, uh, you know, wholesome, good show, make you laugh every now and then and good family entertainment. Yeah, man. I grew up, when I grew up, uh, when I was younger, we had five channels. And one of them was Fox, and Andy Griffith came on at the same time at 10 o'clock every single night, and I was always up watching it. So it's so random. Like, people older than me will talk about Andy Griffith. Like, oh, yeah, man, I watch Andy Griffith all the time. They're like, what? How old are you? I'm like, man, we only have five channels. You just watch what's on TV. Once the streetlights come on, you got to come inside. You got to watch what's on TV. I used to watch Andy Griffith all the time. So I, I, I like that pick. Yeah, that is a good one. And people, I'm trying to get my daughter, who's, you know, a uh, whatever they call them now you know she was born in 2007 so she's 12 um, going on 13 and I'm like every kind of every person can kind of watch Andy Griffith if you give it a shot um, it's entertaining but all right man I'll, I'll tease you up a little too before we got on so who is your uh, who'd you pick for your TV dad man this is a random one so one show I always liked was my wife and kids and so okay. Damon Wayne's really the dad he portrays in that I love it because one, you know, he, he has a guy, he's a dad that has like a soft side, but also about 98% of the time he's not serious and he's joking. And I feel like that's me, you know, when I'm a dad, I try to be serious and make sure I'm raising my kids right. But also, man, I want to have fun with them. I want to make sure they remember the good side. So if that's cracking jokes and making terrible jokes to them, but as long as they're laughing, man, that's what I enjoy the most. I think he's probably the one that I relate to and probably one of my favorites. 
That's a good one, man. At first, when you said it, I was kind of taken back. And then, yeah, I was a big fan of that show. I watched that show a lot. So that's a really good one. And, and that was deep, man. You went deep for that one. For, for some reason, I feel like that's a show that, that, like me, probably for a lot of people, kind of like one they would never remember again. So that was a good one. Uh, I'll have to, uh, I have to check some reruns on that one, too. Yeah. How long ago was that show on? I could not pinpoint it, but I remember watching it. I feel like that was like a middle to late 2000s, I think. I feel like it was it was big in like when I was in high school. And then I think it went into syndication after that. But it's great, man. I love it. Plus, you got, uh, you know, the his wife is from the old Martin show. So, I mean, it's mm-hmm. a great cast. I love it. I love it. Tisha Campbell. There you go. Yeah, that was almost how I was going to verify it with you to make sure we were tracking the same show as um, yeah. your wife from Martin. So, yeah, that was a good show, man. The sun used to make me laugh a lot. So, man, we're off to a great start. That was that was two polar opposite, probably, TV dads, but really, yeah. really good choices. Um, so thank you for joining us again, Kentucky Dad Pod. If you haven't listened to um, last week's episode with Haley, it was awesome. She was our first mom on the Dad Pod, so she killed it. It was a lot of fun. Um, I don't know if you saw my tweets about it, Brian, but she brought a yo mama joke instead of a dad joke, which was <laughs> like great. amazing. So check that one out if you haven't. And um, so you kind of just mentioned too, like, so I know um, I read your bio a little bit on the ABC 36 page, and it did mention that. I didn't realize you all the time grew up in Kentucky. So maybe just educate me and walk the listeners a little bit through your, your background and how you got to be doing what you're doing. Yeah, man. So I grew up in Owensboro, Kentucky. I graduated from Apollo High School, home of King Rex Chapman. So mm-hmm. growing up, Rex Rex was a guy, man. I, I have, I've seen him, you know, in person multiple times, but I've never approached him because growing up, man, I remember my one of my best friend's dads used to be an assistant coach and a principal at Apollo, and he had all these old tapes of Rex playing Owensboro High School, Apollo playing Owensboro, man, and we used to watch him all the time. So, yeah, I, I grew up at Apollo, you know, graduated from there, uh, ended up at UK where I went to school, went there for, you know, I graduated from UK in 2010. Yeah, that's right, 2010. What year did you graduate high school then, uh, 06? Or? 06, I graduated high school in 06. So, uh, I, I always tell five, people, but, man, yeah. I, always, I went to UK during the weirdest time for athletics. Mm-hmm. So, my freshman year, Tubby was the coach. Sophomore, junior year was Billy G, and then my senior year was Coach Cal. And all, <laughs> and all during this time, the football team was the big dogs. That was when, yeah, you know, Wesley Woodyard, Keenan Burton, Andre Woodson. That was when, you know, really when you compare to Stoops now, that was the last time Kentucky was good. So that's what, so I always tell people, I was like, man, you know, Coach Cal came my senior year, but for the three years before that, the football team was where it was at. That was what everyone cared about. So I, I would, I always relate everything to athletics because that's, you know, it's my job, literally. So uh, I always say my my years at UK were so weird because the basketball was not really good until my senior year. But graduated from uh, UK, and then I always tell people, man, my degree was in journalism, but I wasn't ready for the real world at all. Mm-hmm. I wasn't ready to go into, you know, having you know, having to work holidays. So I actually worked at – moved home back to the borough, worked at the mall for like three months, and I was like, yeah, I think I cut it. I was selling TVs at Sears. I was like, man, I was not in college for the last four years to sell TVs at Sears. I enjoyed it, but I was like, yeah, this this, this ain't going to cut it. So uh, I ended up getting a job at Henry Clay High School as a college counselor, basically helping kids get to college. Love that. Did that for a little, for uh, about a year and a half. Then I got a job at UK being an admissions counselor. Did that for two or three years. Met my, my now wife during that time. 
Uh, we got married in we, – we met in 2012, another athletic, you know, comparison. I met her in 2012. We won the national title. We got married in 2014 when they should have won the national title. So that's how you knew she was the one. That's why you dropped it in there. Like, you knew that year you was thinking right. about and then won the title. Yeah, that's, that's the year. Yeah, it, it, it was meant to be. That's how I knew it was meant to be. I was like, it was a great year. Let's keep it rolling, right? Exactly, exactly. Well, cool, man. Like I said, I, I guess I, you know, I had known you went to UK, but I didn't, I guess, realize that um, you were, you know, born and raised here and did all that stuff. And I really admire you for this reason, because, man, I'm the grinder. I've done the same thing in the malls. I actually worked for Best Buy for a long time. Yeah. And I'll you tell know. you, man, like, and I say this as no disrespect to you or anybody, but like, because I, I did, I do not have a college degree. I don't even know if I've ever mentioned that on the show. I played basketball at Spalding University here in Louisville for a couple years never finished so that was me like I was on that retail track and I would hire I still like um hire college graduates all the time and Mm -hmm. like your you know your line of thinking was exactly right so you were smart to do that because it's tough when you I guess you know you start exactly you get that first real world job and for man so many people the first thing they do is what they do forever so it's a it's a slippery slope so yeah man I I always look up I, I worked at Sears man I worked at Sam's Club all those jobs, you know, at the time I was like, man, this is the meantime between time, but I learned so much from those jobs that I carry into my jobs now that I learned when I was, you know, 20, 21, working at Sears, trying to sell TVs. I mean, those people skills, that stuff I used then, that stuff I still use now. So that's what I always tell when I, I got to talk to journalism class on Friday, man, just take what you get and then make the best of it. That's the one thing about this field in journalism, man. Not everybody gets a shot. So when you get this shot, you got to take it. Yeah, you're right. It does, you know, kind of mold you into to being able to work with people and do all that stuff. And I, I noticed, too, just like kind of going back, not, you know, me having not finished college and stuff, looking at people. I thought I had it made like I was doing that. And I was, you know, I was making a lot more money probably than everyone right. going to college, obviously. And now that I'm a little bit older, I really see a lot of those people that stuck it out are more in a field of work. You know, money aside, I just notice a lot of them are, you know, in more of a field that they enjoy and that they, you know, really strive to end up doing. So good for you. I'm sorry. All right. Well, we've introduced a new segment. I think this is about the third time um, we've done it only. So it's a question that lets me learn a whole lot about my guests in like a short answer. So the question is, Every day, so like throughout your, you know, normal routine, do you drink more coffee, soda, or alcohol? Ooh, coffee. So I don't drink soda at all, unless it's mixed with bourbon. So I guess those two would go hand <laughs> in hand. Uh, I would say probably coffee. Unless it's a Saturday or a Sunday, then there may be alcohol in there. But Monday through Friday, usually I'm a, I'm a coffee guy at some point, And I stay away from sodas until the weekend when I try to enjoy myself. Yeah, I'm a big, soda's my big vice. I try to keep it to like one or two a day. It's like my biggest thing. I don't drink coffee at all, which is strange, but I find it, you know, I'm asking that question. Gosh, I would think it's mostly, you know, people in in the media field and stuff like that. We get sports figures sometimes, but man, y'all gotta be the most people on coffee for sure. Even though you do mostly nights, right? Right, man. So I, I was never a big coffee drinker, but my first job in journalism was, was anchoring, was a reporter, but then I eventually got promoted to be a morning anchor. So I had to be at work at four in the morning. And the only mm. thing that can save you is God and coffee at that point. And man, I, I, that was, a, I mean, I, that was when I really started knocking down the cups of coffee and just over time I built it into what I have every day, man. But when you, we got to be working four o'clock in the morning, you got to have some kind of caffeine. And that was when I got hooked on coffee. 
Yeah, I've, I've learned that just kind of getting to know guys like you. And one of, one of my best friends was a, a news anchor here in Louisville and now is in San Francisco. So he worked that morning shift here. And I just remember like, you know, it's, it's everything on the surface looks so great, but I would always tell them like, man, after doing that at six months, a year, two years, five years, there would be one day when my alarm would go off. I think he got up to like 2.30 or three or something that I would just hit it and be like, I quit. Like total <laughs> career change, like instantly. Like, so it, it is really a grind. And, yeah. you know, I, I said at nights, like it's easy. I mean, it, for some, I guess it'd be better than the mornings, but even at nights, man, I mean, you lose your whole day, but you know, yeah. you're eating dinner at one o'clock in the morning. So the routines yeah. are definitely tough. Yeah, it's tough, man. But you know, I, once again, I grinded, I got experience from that, but I always tell people I'll never ever do morning news ever <laughs> again, man. I, and that when I was a morning anchors, when, when uh, my wife had our, you know, our first child. And so he didn't sleep. So I'd be up and she worked the night shift. So she worked 3 p.m. to 3 a.m. And some mm. nights he wouldn't sleep. So literally she would get home at like a quarter after 3, 3.20. I'd hand him off, get dressed and go to work. So I apologize if you said it earlier because I think you might have. But what did you say your, your wife does for work? Uh, she's an ER nurse here in Lexington. Oh, yeah. Okay. I figured when you said the 12-hour shift. So, whoo, man, you guys definitely have a lot going on. Um, but let's say some of that because that's the next kind of stuff we want to get into. I want to learn a little bit about your kids. We've talked a couple times, I think, and swapped stories a little bit. But before we do that, we're going to um, take a little appreciation of the sponsor break. All right, and we're back, Kentucky Dad Podcast, Big Blue Drew. We got Brian Kennedy in the house today, kind of blessing us with some time because we are like – out of six months of COVID, like this moment in time could, could possibly be the best sports moment since then. So we're going to get to it so we can watch some of that because I'm, I'm a big LeBron fan too. And with Rondo running the show, that's where it's at. So, oh, yeah. but I wanted to ask you, man. So again, just kind of go over your family makeup. Tell us a little bit about your kids, their ages, their names, what they're into and uh, kind of how y'all are dealing with COVID, I guess. Man, so first off, I, my oldest is uh, my four-year-old. His name's Miles. He's a little boy. I always tell people, man, he's all boy. He already loves sports, man. He played basketball for the first time right before COVID hit. Loved it. Loved it. And it's something about, like, seeing your kid. Because, I mean, you, I know you played sports growing up. I played football growing up. So, seeing, like, your kids enjoy sports, and that's what you love, it was, it was pretty, pretty sweet to see. But also, man, some of their little scrimmages with four-year-olds in basketball is some of the funniest stuff you'll ever see in your life. Mm -hmm. It was just, like, basically a rat race. Just a bunch of kids running around, man. So uh, that was so much fun. And then, so he's four-year-old. He's, he's four. He turned four in March. The first week of March of this year, we actually had our – my wife had our daughter. So we had her March 3rd. That next week was when basically the world stopped. So I had gone back to, I had gone back to work that next week. I took a week off. Because usually my plan was to take a week off, uh, work SEC tournament, and then worked NCAA tournament. And then when I, I was planning to come back and take, you know, a few weeks off, a month off during the summer. Because, you know, for a sports guy, summer gets kind of slow. Uh, so that was my plan. But then, as you know, man, the next week, everything started to kind of fall mm -hmm. apart. They canceled everything. So I always tell you, man, this, like, while the COVID and the, you know, the social distancing has been crazy, man, I actually had a great chance to just be at home with the family. Mm -hmm. So that, that was pretty cool, man. You know, my, my daughter's six months old. She's crawling. Love that little girl named Sienna. She's great. Uh, we, I mean, it's, it's kind of crazy. Basically, for six months, you know, four of the six months, we were at home, just us. 
and that was enjoyable, man. I'll, I'll always look back on that. And man, my son and I had some good times. Uh, I'm, I'm immature at heart. <laughs> I can be a mature adult at times, but when I'm with my son, I'm, I'm probably the most immature person. So if it comes to poop jokes and other kind of stuff, whatever to get us rolling and enjoying it, man, we had to get creative. And so it was, it was a good time, man. But that's the family, man. Sina, Sina's six months old, and then my son is four. So a four-month-old and a six-month-old in the Kennedy household. Pretty cool. I'm loving it. Man, I'm glad. That's a great outlook for you, man. I'm happy for you, bro, because I think everybody at some point, I know, like, in the early stages of COVID, I kept, like, relating to, like, accountability, I think, was just kind of at an all-time low for most people. Like, jobs and stuff were understanding that it was more difficult to do things. And I think we all, hopefully, or not, I shouldn't say all, but many people got more time with their family. I know I did, and I had kept saying that, too. There's so many people, like, my dad's still off work that, you know, I've had that opportunity. And until they retire, we'll probably never get it again. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, man. That, that's why, like, about halfway through, I was like, I mean, because you know how demanding, you know, sports is. If it's not this game, then it's another game. If it's not that game, then it's something else, you know. So, for basically four months straight to be at home, that was pretty cool. That's something I'll cherish forever. I know my son enjoyed it, man. We watched, for the first probably month of quarantine, we watched Space Jam every <laughs> single day so man I, I already love that movie but i could repeat it word for word almost by the end of that first month then we moved on to mighty ducks so we watched all three of those uh he he's loved it man that was one thing i was like man if we're gonna be stuck in this house we're gonna watch some good sports movies so that's what we we started tearing those up man i, I showed him the big green that's what that's a yeah yeah so you remember that one Oh I yeah, man. That, that's like the that's a big dad thing for me. So my daughter, oh my gosh, though, like a little vent moment. Once they get to the age they are, like preteen, man, entertaining them and just putting a smile on their face, and you know, you as a dad, you just strive for that. Like, you know, you want to make your kid excited about something, and yeah, so it's hard to gather her interest. But over the years, that's like slam dunk dad moments when it kind of <laughs> just hits you, like, oh snap, the big green little giants. Oh, you know, not just. Yep. And she, so she looks to me for that definitely because I always make good movie recommendations because for yeah. one, movies were just better um, right. back then. But yeah, I love, so that's good for you because there's a, there's a ton and I'll, I'll bounce some off you as I keep thinking of them because it definitely takes you back and we've done the big green and all that. So it's, it's the best. Oh yeah, man. Those, those are some of the best days. I was like, man, if I'm having to be in this room and watch a movie with you, it's going to be something we both like. So I love it, man. He, and he loves those just as much as I do. I think for Halloween, we're going to be the Toon Squad. Nice. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be Mike. He's gonna be Bugs. I gotta talk my wife into being Lola. She's not she's not down for the cause, but <laughs> that's our that's our plan for Halloween, man. Man, you're mirroring me too. I used to do that a lot. Uh, it sucked too because we lived in South Florida, so no matter what you wore for Halloween, it was miserably hot every time. <laughs> but we would uh, man, I miss those moments. Now I'm getting over sad over here. And we did uh, let's see, we did. I was the Big Bad Wolf one year, and she was Little Red Riding Hood. We definitely did Kentucky Player. Kentucky cheerleader. Nice. Um, can't think of too many more, but I have a hot take though, too, because you keep mentioning it. I'm, I don't dislike the movie Space Jam, but I've never just been like about it like everybody else. And it's definitely one of, man, if that was one I had to like watch over and over and over, like we're on Moana right now, I think uh -huh. that would kill me. I went through that phase. I went through a Moana phase. Man, it's so funny. Like there were, I remember one time we were watching, uh, it's what I feel like we'll watch a really good movie and we were watching Coco. Have you seen, have you seen Coco yet? I've seen parts of it. I know it's pretty good though. I haven't seen it's the whole good, thing. man. It was so funny. You know, we have a four year old. You can't watch a whole movie most of the time in one city. So it was like the third time 
were trying to finish out Coco, and my wife and I were so into it that Miles is running around playing, and my wife and I are like into this movie, like, man, this is a good movie. Like, this is kind of a good ending, sad ending. So it's so funny, man. You you like indirectly get into what your kids like, and they wouldn't even be paying attention. But yeah, man, the movies are fun. That was one thing that got us through quarantine is watching all those movies. The Space Jam is one I love growing up. Yeah, I know. And then we got the LeBron tie-in, too, with potentially Space Jam 2 coming out. So they'll have all the 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 new, you know, the new outlook on it, like kind of like Karate Kid, because I'm Ben's watching Cobra Kai now, too. Were you a Karate Kid guy? I was a Karate Kid. I wasn't super into it, but I, I was so funny, man. Just like a lot of those older kind of movies during that time, I'd you know, like I said, we had five channels growing up. Oh, right, and like right. on some of those channels around 1030 midnight, they'll show a random movie, you know, from like the 80s and the 90s. And that was when Karate Kid came on. I was like, man, this is kind of a dope movie. So in Owensboro, we had a place called The Money Tree. The Money Tree was where you would go and buy, sell, and trade games and movies. But you don't really see those now. But back when I was in high school and middle school, those were like the places to go. And I remember I bought the Karate Kid movies, and I, I fell in love with them. They're so good. Nice. Yeah, I was, a, I was the typical super fan. Like, I don't know if we used to rent them or my mom bought me a copy, but I, I have the most vivid memories of rewinding that sucker, popping it in, just like wearing it out to where I couldn't watch it. And I swear, man, Cobra Kai's done pretty well. It is, it's definitely Isn't got it? its corny moments, but man, they're tie-ins and stuff. And I don't know if anyone's told you, but I don't want to give too much away, but it totally blew me away because when it starts, it's like, you know, the duty beat in the first one, in the first movie, the villain is just like, a complete drunk loser like still this whole karate match from like 1984 ruined his whole life so i was just like wow. what is going on but it gets pretty good man if you um like like lily couldn't watch it my daughter said going on 13 i thought maybe we could watch it together but man it it really pushes the limits not recommended for kids on here at all gotcha. um, one wow. last movie recommendation now he might be a little young but i enjoyed the new sonic with jim carrey if you can get him to watch that okay. if you're doing before it was pretty good now, I haven't seen that one at all, man. That takes me back to my old Sega Genesis days. Let me have to watch that one. Yeah, and Jim Carrey's a villain, so you can't go wrong. But we can wrap up a little bit, man. I always like to give people the opportunity. We, we probably kind of worked our way backwards this time, which is cool. But just to talk about some you obviously seem like an awesome dad. I, I really um, think I, you know, appreciate and can see a lot of myself in the fact that how you act goofy. And I'm sure your wife yells at you a lot when you should be more <laughs> serious. Um, but I'm the yep. same way now that I have a son. I, I'm, I'm super silly, man. It's really taking me back. So I like that. But what about father figures in your life? And just, you know, who, who kind of shaped you, I guess, into the dad that you are today? Yeah, man. So, you know, I, I grew up when I grew up, it was just my brother, my mom and I. My dad lived actually up this way. Um, saw him, I saw him pretty frequently, but, you know, it was basically just my mom, my brother and I. So, you know, my dad has some influence, but I would say like every day influence would probably be my uncles man they you know one of them wasn't even a dad but he was like almost a dad to me if that makes sense mm -hmm. uh, he didn't have any kids man he you know both my uncles really I would you know when I was in middle school and high school during the summer we would go work anything from painting houses to washing cars to cleaning houses to you know hauling junk away man those those you know instances and cutting grass you know they taught me a lot growing up just how to work hard you know get after it and you'll reap the benefits later in life. So I would say my, you know, my uncles are ones that were bigger than that, and my grandfather as well were huge influences and kind of that quote unquote father figure to me growing up. Nice man. Yeah, it sounds like they basically just taught you the the grind of a hustle and you know work hard and figure it out. Oh yeah, man. One hundred ten percent, man. My 
one of my uncle passed away, man. He he died a millionaire, and it was from just grinding, grinding, wow. grinding, grinding. And later in life, he got to reap his benefits. So the thing was, you would have never known that he was a millionaire because he was so humble. So yeah, those those were the guys that I learned the most from for sure. I get that, man, 100. percent Actually, my job now, my main job's a like manage a bank, so I see it all the time. You know, certain people that money's not going to buy you happiness or you know necessarily make you everything that you want to see it all the time. So it's always nice for me when people get in that don't flaunt it. And it was, it came from hard work. Yeah, absolutely. hundred percent, man. I hear you. Well, I've been struggling on my dad jokes big time, man. So I'm going to go first. Um, today we'll wrap it up. I appreciate you, Brian, man. It was nice to get to get to know you a little bit more. Every time I do this, I get so much energy each week. So, you know, I always appreciate the guests and anyone that listens but at the same time it makes me a little bit sad because you're another person that like I was used to just you know bumping into dapping up about once a week sometimes more and it was just like the rug was pulled out from under so I hope I get the chance to see you and and others again sometime maybe before the end of the year but we got to wrap it up on dad jokes so all right here's mine so my neighbor's been really mad at his wife for sunbathing in her bikini in her backyard I'm personally on the fence about it that was mine. <laughs> oh, man. I'm, I'm struggling. I don't know. I'm even trying to Google them, but I don't know. That was actually one of my better ones, believe it or not. That's solid. That's solid. I like it. I like it. <laughs> All right, man. All right. The floor is yours. All right. What do you call a man with rubber toes? Mm, I don't know. Rubber toe. <laughs> Oh, man. Good one, man. Nailed the ending. Great delivery on that one. And it always uh, makes me embarrassed, like, after I don't get those. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Like, am I supposed to get it? Was it so bad that I don't get it? Like, which which one is it? Yeah. And then you're like, don't want to pause too long. You're like, ah, shit, I just don't know. All right. (laughs) Yeah, right. I hear you. Well, we're going to get to this sportsman. It's almost nine. Again, we got it. It happened. I could not believe it. I did some radio today with Dick Gabriel on the Big Blue Insider, and it was like, yeah. I wasn't for the first time just basically like, we're not going to play anyway. Why are you asking me these questions? Like, feel good about it. Hopefully everybody's got a good plan. Louisville actually plays this weekend. So a lot of positives going on. So thanks, Brian, for coming on. And uh, we'll definitely catch up with you in the future, man. Yeah, man. I enjoyed it, man. Have me on again. I I enjoyed it. Will do.